Welcome back to Counter the Chaos, the podcast here to challenge you to shift the way that you live, lead, and work so that you can step fully and firmly into your whole self and bring all of that goodness into the world. I am your host, Tiffany Lanier, keynote speaker, clarity strategist, and podcaster, personally on a mission to live purposefully and lead consciously. And this is my way of bringing you all on that journey with me. I believe that living purposefully is something that we all owe to ourselves and leading consciously is what we owe to everyone else. So thank you so much for being here with me for this episode. Things are shaking up and changing a little bit on how I am structuring this podcast moving forward. After doing eight episodes, I began to think I want to switch it up. <laughs> and that goes to show that, you know, clarity really does come with action. And that's something that I say a lot that I share a lot with my audiences and my clients is that if you really want to get clear about what you're here to do or the way that you want to do things, take massive action towards them and the clarity will come from the doing. All right. So A before C, action before clarity. So as I have been creating this podcast, I realized that I do actually want to bring some people on as guests. I originally was thinking of making this just a complete solo podcast, but there have been so many people that have helped me along my journey of being and becoming and so many things that I've learned that it would be a lot better for me to bring them on to share them with you versus me try to give you a watered down version (laughs) of what those things are. So that is definitely one of the ways that we are going to shake things up here on Counter the Chaos moving forward. It won't be every episode, but I will start bringing more guests on. I'm also going to cut out the twice a week. Um, That's just not working for me (laughs) like I originally planned, but we will have it at least uh, every single week and bounce back between one or two episodes a week, depending on guests or no guests. So thank you so much for being here as I really evolve um, into what this podcast is becoming, because it's still very much in the early stages of what I want it to be and what I want it to look like. So thank you for continuing to be with me um, as I really figure it out. Also, I have been away for the last week or so because I was sick. (laughs) All of last week I was sick and that came out of nowhere. Sunday night, I was totally fine. By Monday morning, I had a fever and chills which is kind of crazy. So I didn't get out any episodes last week. And so we're starting anew from where we are. Today, I want to talk to you about staying in your power. What does it mean to stay in your power? And really, even more than staying in your power, not giving away your power, not giving it up, not giving it away, not letting it go and holding on to it. And how do we do that? And what does that actually even look like? So when I think about at a very young age of how we started to give up our power and how that has really kind of bled over into all the different areas of our life, I think back about being a child. And as we are children, we are having to rely on a lot of adults, right, to tell us what to do guide us, show us the way. Um, So early on, we have this notion that in order to do what we want to do, that we have to ask permission. Think about the parent-child dynamic, right? So I have to ask, mom, dad, can I do X, Y, Z? And they say, yes or no. And then we start school. And so we have the student-teacher dynamic. May I go to the restroom? May I get a pencil? May I do X, Y, Z? Yet again, 
And now I'm asking for permission and they have to say yes or no. And then we start working, right? So then we have the employee boss or employee manager dynamic. And again, having to ask permission, can I take a couple of days off to do what I need to do to go to the doctor, to just rest? But either way, we are constantly having to ask for permission. And this isn't necessarily giving away our power in these certain um, certain scenarios, but as we become um, more indoctrinated, I guess you can say, in the sense of these different relationships that we have with others, we begin to slowly but surely feel like we have to ask for permission to do any and everything. So then as we become adults, even outside of the work that we may do, where we might have that employee-manager-employee-boss relationship, we are also asking for permission to just be who we are, to just be and feel what we feel. We are constantly asking for permission to show up in a more fuller, more authentic, expressive way. We are asking for permission to have our needs met in relationships. We are asking for permission to create change in our work. You know, especially those of us that are business owners, we are looking to see like, okay, I want to make a pivot, but can I do this? Right? And we're asking others, should I do this? Versus really looking within and asking ourselves. So all of these are different ways that we give up our power when we're looking outside of ourselves for all of the answers. So I remember, you know, as I've been doing a lot more reflecting on what this looks like and what this has looked like for me, I think about those times when I was a young teenager moving into early adulthood and all the ways that I gave up my power asking for permission to do really what I wanted to do. But at, at the time, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And that's a part of the problem too, right? We oftentimes don't know what it is that we actually want, how we actually want to navigate the world, what we actually need, how our needs can even be met. We don't know those answers for ourselves. So how can we expect others to meet us there? right? How can we expect others to meet us where we haven't met ourselves? And so when I think about growing up, I used to be really, really depressed, really depressed all the time. Everything was a woe is me kind of mentality. You know, I struggled a lot growing up with self-esteem issues, with financial issues, with relationship issues. All of these things started to take shape at a very young age for me. And so early on, I was giving away my power thinking that I was not good enough to receive the kind of love or attention that I needed or wanted just because I was who I was. When I was in eighth grade, I became anorexic, partially out of rebellion, <laughs> something that I wanted to do and I couldn't do. And so I didn't have any control over that given situation. So I took control over how I ate and I didn't eat. So becoming anorexic was, like I said, part rebellion, but part also I had been challenged or feeling challenged with weight gain for years, made fun of, kind of bullied about it. And I wanted to have control over this aspect of my being because I was waiting for permission for someone to tell me that I was worthy to be in the body that I was in at that time. 
Fast forward maybe a couple of years later, I was in a relationship at a very young age from 14 to 20 years old, my first love. And although I loved him or, you know, in that puppy love kind of way, my relationship with him was very toxic. And although I had to have known intrinsically that it was toxic because I spent a lot of my days crying and questioning, what is he doing? Why is he doing it? What are we doing? But yet I persisted, right? This is one of the things that you don't want to continue to persist in when something can be so damaging to you, your spirit, your emotion. But yet we stay, not just in relationships, but I mean, not just romantic relationships, but friendships we might stay in. We stay in jobs for too long when they're toxic. We stay in businesses for too long when they're not serving us. There are so many things that we just stay in, quite literally handing away our power. And so I start to think as I look back on these periods of my life at a young child that I gave away my power, of course, then it was easier for me to do as an adult because it became a habit, right? As we continue to explore who we are, what we stand for, and what matters to us, as I've mentioned in podcasts prior to this episode, we are constantly peeling back these layers of who we are or who we have been and who we are looking to become moving forward. So we're having to quite literally um, unlearn right? Unlearn these habits, unlearn these behaviors that are so embedded into our current existence. And so going through this process of discovery, going through this process of better understanding how I got here today, right? How am I here in this moment doing the things that I do? Um, I look back and think about all these moments throughout my my childhood and my early adulthood that showed me, right, that I kept revealing to myself that I was either not worthy, right, that I was not worthy of the vision that I had for my life at the time, for the circumstances that I wanted to see. So I kept folding. I kept giving into it. I gave in to myself when it was unhealthy. I gave in to poor relationship habits when it was unhealthy. I gave in to um, poor financial decisions when it wasn't healthy, when it wasn't healthy for me to uh, take control, really. But those are all very learned behaviors, not just for myself. I'll take some some personal responsibility, but we also learn these behaviors from family. We learn these behaviors from our parents. We learn these behaviors from society, from the people that we hang out with. We all know that saying, like, you are the five people, right, that you surround yourself with. So when you think, where did I learn this from? Where did I learn that it was okay for me to give in to this poor relationship? Or where did I learn that it was okay for me to harm myself in an unhealthy way by not eating. It's not always our parents because my parents definitely ate (laughs) and they, you know, would have been so devastated to know that I, I was anorexic for that long. And I did this without really them knowing that one particular thing. But These are things that we see from society, from magazines that we eat, from friends that we engage with. All of these things are learned. All of these behaviors are ways of of navigating what we think we know 
and how we think we should act, how we think we should behave. So as I look back on all these scenarios of quite literally giving away my power to situations and circumstances that ultimately didn't serve me, we begin to see how those patterns can be hard to break in adulthood. So as I began my own personal growth journey, my own personal development journey, my own spiritual journey, especially over the last four or five years, I begin to see how those patterns took shape and the world that I've most recently created, although way better mentally, emotionally than I was as a teenager and even my early 20s, I was still seeing these areas in my life that I so very easily gave up power. I gave up power when it came to changing the way that I wanted to do business, not thinking that I can just pivot when necessary or that I can expand upon waiting quite literally for permission to take ownership of what I wanted to experience within my business. There are times that I have given up my power around certain friendships, thinking that those friendships completed, you know, completed me in some way versus realizing that maybe they were just toxic or even if they weren't necessarily toxic they weren't fulfilling me and they were very one-sided but the more that I gave in the more that I allowed myself to be um I won't even use the word taken advantage of per se but just not a priority not priority to those friends then that's me not finding worthiness and myself. And so the chaos of all of this that we experience by not staying in our power, by quite literally giving it away, is what causes us to feel so disconnected to who we actually are and what we actually need in these moments from these different relationships, from these different endeavors, from these different experiences. So how do we counter that chaos that we feel? Well, first is knowing that you matter right? Like your voice, your reasoning, your ideas, your ability, you, you matter. And so knowing that you matter means that you have to start putting yourself first in a lot of these different situations. You have to spend the time that is necessary for you to know what it is that you want, what it is that you need, what is the healthy version, what is the best way for you to show up in your life and for you to show up in the world. Once you know that, then it lends for others to help you do that along the way. Second is validate yourself. You don't always need permission. Right? So from that very early age, we needed permission to do what we wanted to do. You no longer need permission to create the necessary change that you want to make in your life. If you need it, I'm giving it to you right now. This is your permission slip. Wherever it is that you see that you need to create the change, validate yourself right now, knowing that you can do it. If you want to do it, you can do it. Do you want to change your work? Change your work. You don't need to ask anybody. Do you want to change your relationships, romantic or platonic? Change your relationships. You don't need to ask anyone. Do you want to make new decisions about how you show up for your mental and emotional and spiritual well-being? Do that. 
you don't need to ask anyone for that, but you do need to do it, right? You do need to go for it. And that's actually number three, go for it. Take the action towards the change you want to see. You may not have all the answers. You may not know how it's all going to look. When we do the things that we always do, it's because we're comfortable doing them. Everything is a learned behavior. Everything is habitual. All the things, if we, if we find that right now we're doing things that we did even as a child, even 10, 15, 20 years ago, it's because we're used to doing them. So of course there's going to be some fear associated with like taking ownership of yourself again, taking back your power or staying in your power and not so easily handing it off and handing it away. That's going to take, that's a practice. That's going to take some time, but you got to go for it. You got to try it out. You got to test out those power muscles, right? You got to take a stand for who you are, what you believe in, and in these different areas of your life, but you got to go for it. And so you got to validate yourself. Remember that you matter and just go for it. And lastly, you have to also wait for it. And that's not waiting to take the action, but it's knowing that change can happen in an instant, right? So when you take, when you go forward and take that initial action towards the things that you want to do, towards gaining back that power, gaining that self-control, taking that personal responsibility, setting the boundaries, telling yourself no, telling others no, (laughs) that that change can happen in an instant, but the results that you might want to see may take a little bit longer, right? It may take a little bit longer to see the power dynamic shift within yourself and have others see it shift within you and have others respect those boundaries, respect that you're not showing up in the way that you used to. It might take some time for people to get used to it. It might take some time for you to get used to it. So you have to wait for it. There's a level of patience that we all have to have as we look to show up in the world a little bit differently. This path to growth, this path path to a higher level of consciousness and understanding really is this like never-ending spiral, which is why I use that spiral emoji all the time, especially when I'm talking about shifting and changing and being and becoming. Because you'll go through these patterns over and over again. There are still things that I process today that I might have been processing two or three years ago. A little bit more elevated now, but still going through them because I'm still human. I'm still growing. I'm still moving and becoming. And I think once we accept that that is really what life is all about. It's all about the learning. It's all about the growing. We're always going to be becoming. And I love that book by Michelle Obama, by the way. She talks a lot about that. Like you're never going to become the thing that you are. (laughs) Like you continue to grow and continue to expand. You continue to be enlightened. And that's where the magic is. And if we can look at life as that way, then we'll find ourselves being so much happier, so much more fulfilled. Now let's do a quick recap. In order to stay in your power and not give away your power to any various circumstances, scenarios that happen within your life, you have to first realize that you have power, that you are powerful and not powerless. 
So whether it's a small moment, like giving away your power energetically, like in a road rage situation or an uncomfortable conversation that isn't really serving you, or in something bigger, like in, you know, deciding of whether or not you're going to stay at your job or stay or start a new business or a big, a bigger life transition, realize that you have the power to create these dynamics and we don't have to give away that power to anything or anyone, but you hold that truth. And so you have to realize that you matter, that you can validate yourself in your reasoning, that you can just go for it and you don't have to wait for that permission and also to wait for the rewards and wait for the change that you are seeking because things do take time so as you expand and as you grow allow yourself to unravel the foolishness if you will unravel all the things that have been learned all the behaviors that have been built up and give yourself that room and space to grow and expand outside of your knowingness and what that looks like right here, right now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can always learn more about me at livewithtiffany.com and join my online community at livewithtiffany.com forward slash join. I have so many cool things in the works that I cannot wait to share with you. So please, if you're not already on my newsletter list, get on that live at tiffany.com forward slash join. I share with you every single Sunday, the weekly shift where I break down these thoughts and ideas even more so give you some personal prompts and things to work with on your own. So you don't want to miss out on that. And do you know of a company or a conference that I should speak at? If so, reach out at bookings at livewithtiffany.com to learn more about my programs and offerings. And that'll do it for today. Thanks so much for being here again. Until next time, continue to counter the chaos.